You know, it's funny because Angel's over here who's supposed to be the boss and the tech savvy, and she couldn't find the record button for today's episode. But, you know, that happens. Know. Even, hey, you know what? Uh, even Babe Ruth struck out a lot when he played baseball, and he's considered to be one of the greatest of all time. Nobody bats a thousand. It's okay. Nope. <laughs> Nobody wins that's afraid to lose it. That's right. Well, out of almost 130 episodes, that only happened one time. It's so f- it's pretty good. That's a fine average. That's a fine batting average. A <laughs> um, little bit of sad news today. Not good. Um, as you notice, Christopher is not with us today. Um, uh, he, he unfortunately had to uh, take care of his dog who is no longer with us. Bruce has left this plane of existence. Um, anybody who knows Bruce met him. Um, the first time Angel and I came down and visited with Bruce, he managed to pee all over the floor. Uh, <laughs> Christopher was like, here you are showing your ass. <laughs> and um, he's, he's, he's a food-motivated dog. He was uh, a sweet dog. And uh, unfortunately, we th- originally thought it was going to be a positive uh, outlook, and uh, things took a turn for the worse. And unfortunately, Bruce uh, left. A lot of dogs, um, you know, getting sick and passing away in the last couple of weeks. Um, those of you, especially I've talked to on the gram, um, you know what I'm talking about. So uh, deeply sorry for my brother from another mother, Christopher. Um, you know, anybody who knows anything about having a good relationship with your dog knows it's far more than just a pet. You know, mm-hmm. it's far more. It's a family member. It's tough. And, you know, even you cat people, I'm sure you feel the same way. So um, it's very sad for Christopher. It's not good, and um, we're we're heartbroken for him. Bruce was a good boy, so rest in peace, Bruce. So move uh, moving to something a little bit more positive, if you want to look at it that way. Um, apparently, the House of Representing, um, them bitches in the House <laughs> of Representing, uh, passed a bill where it's they're going to limit magazine capacity uh, and raise the age to own a quote, uh, rifle, a semi-automatic assault rifle, which could be your Ruger 1022, uh, to 21. So you will be at 18, you will be able to have a driver's license and operate a 3000 pound motor vehicle. You will be able to use your quote voice to vote for another fascist to run this place, or you could go and fight and die for your country. Go Go ahead. Die for an oil company. Fuck yeah, dude. Die for your government. But if you want to die defending yourself or make the other son of a bitch die for trying to hurt you and your family, if you're 18, go fuck yourself. You're not going to be allowed to. Now, this doesn't have much of a chance of passing the Senate. Although Mitt Romney, the stalwart conservative and defender of constitutional rights, which I'm sure all of you were familiar with, Uh, He's going to support the bill. And um, like I said, if January 6th was a real thing, they should have burnt the whole thing to the ground. That's how I stand. Get rid of them all. I don't care what happens to them. Feed half to the sharks and the rest of the flies. We don't care. Uh, We're going to do whatever we want anyway. None of us here are um, young enough to have a problem, but I see it as a problem. I think it's bull crap. So is it? Is it like if you're above 21, you can have a 15 round mag and up, or is it those are just going to be gone? gone. And then gone. anything semi out. Okay. All right. I don't have any guns, so I don't have to even worry about anything. Yeah. No, I wouldn't have anything to put them into. It's cool. Yeah. Not my problem. But uh, yeah, it's interesting how to see how it shakes out. So, because didn't, didn't one of them say it was to prevent shootings like Virginia Tech from happening and he didn't have a single magazine that was over 15? He just brought like 20 magazines with him. 
and it's like oh that's wild that's pretty that's interesting like huh. <laughs> Angel, angels made that point before we're like what the hell's the point like you just reload mags fast i mean what are we doing here people do it all the time there's fucking sport shooting dude you should see some of these oh, yeah. people i mean it's amazing and all you have to do is just practice 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 if you want to kill somebody you don't need bullets it's also crazy how many of those people there are that are just really good at that shit and they just don't go around murdering people it's wild right it, it's very strange um especially in this blood-soaked country at least i'm led to believe uh for those of you in the Northeast Ohio Soviet, particularly those in the 16th Congressional District, which comprises all of Medina County, all of, I believe, Wayne County, power to the people Woo. down there, and uh, parts of Scummit and um, Stark, I believe, are they, they, they gerrymandered the district. I don't know exactly what the borders are. They've changed since I turned 18. The guy who runs it, uh, or is in charge of it. And so this is the way it worked for years, guys. I'm doing this by memory. There was this guy named Ralph Regula. Okay. It may, they may have pronounced it Regula. Deuce I don't gigolo? care. Male gigolo. <laughs> I don't care how he pronounced I'm calling him Ralph Regula. Ralph Regula was a Republican who was in charge of the district for 22 years. Okay. Now he, like many other douchebag conservatives, saw the, the quote, the blue wave coming with, with Barack Hussein Obama peace be upon him and uh he decided to retire the guy who took over the seat in 2008 was named was an italian named john bocceri john bocceri and he he's, he's a war veteran and he, he he knows and he supports the second amendment and all this other stuff and for the first time in like forever 22 years they voted for this guy well then two years later they said that's enough and they booted him out and they hired uh, this idiot mayor, former mayor of a town in Medina County named Jim Renacci, another Italian, okay, who I have no respect for whatsoever. Not because he's Italian, because he's a, a clown and a douchebag, okay? He's, he's a used car salesman, literally. Okay, not, They're not used car salesmen from Southern California. <laughs> he, is a, he is a twat of the highest order. He is, he is way above bourgeois. Uh, I know the neighborhood he lives in, okay? Bourgeoisie doesn't cover him, okay? He is upper management, okay? The man's got money, and he doesn't need you for nothing. Now, he ran, one, he defeated the Italian, and then he decided to quit, and he was going to run uh, for senator and governor, and he's bombed out of both. Um, Mr. Renacci, or Renacci, or however you want to pronounce it from uh, the village. Gorlami, yeah, uh, Avellino, where Tony Soprano's people come from, amongst others, I might say. Uh, he, he's, he's unemployed right now, but he's fabulously well-to-do. Don't you worry about him. Jim Renacci is fine, okay? So the douchebag that these idiots elected in this last go-around, his name is Anthony Gonzalez. Now, I don't appreciate that at all because he's a liar. His real name should be Antonio Gonzalez. Like, own that, Tony own that real name well why is he famous for those of you that won't live in the state of ohio and for our one michigan listener or several of you up there you're not going to like what you're going to hear you probably remember it if you're football fans he's famous for something called the catch so this happened i think 2006 or 2007 i think it was 2006 i was at uh, a bar in akron watching this game with my buddy matt and uh, he made this fabulous catch at ann arbor that set up the touchdown for the buckeyes to beat uh the michigan wolverines okay 
big deal, right, for people around here. And I was happy for it too, right? Happy for it too. Obviously, I, I'm I'm from the motherland, and that's fine with me. Go sports. Go sports ball. Now, thanks, Angel. That was very helpful. Uh, now, he, based on this alone and the fact that he's a Republican, that's all he needed to run and win his seat. <laughs> he gra- I mean, what more do you need anyway? Like- I mean, he did graduate from the Ohio State University, which is a prestigious uh, university, no question about did he it. he study shit like for football so he could beef up his grades? Like Whether or not he attended the classes, I can neither confirm nor deny these. Uh, I don't know. Ooh, plausible deniability. I like but that. Right. it's enough to get him elected. He's like, I'm Anthony Gonzalez, Scarlet and Gray. Uh, so Antonio, I catch football. 9-11, yeah. <laughs> he, the stalwart conservative and defender of your rights, is one of the Republican voters who jumped sides and voted for this bill in the House of Representatives. Hmm. So I called him a redcoat scumbag on Twitter, and I felt better for it. He has not replied. I will be reaching out to his office. Wouldn't you know that he votes for this? He's retiring. See, he's done. He doesn't want to run anymore. So somebody else is going to take over that seat. So it's perfectly okay for him to have zero accountability for the idiots that put him in there, right? So he's like, yeah, sure. I think you should only be, you should have to be 21 to, to purchase a rifle and you don't need that many uh, rounds in your magazine. Meanwhile, he's got senioritis. Can you blame him? <laughs> That's funny. Mr. Gonzalez doesn't realize, or maybe, or the rest of you don't realize, excuse me, Mr. Gonzalez, just by serving a brief term, the House of Representatives for life, he's entitled to benefits. That's right. You only have to do one term and you get yourself some good old congressional benefits for life. So if you really want to dig further into why this whole thing is an unmitigated disaster amongst many other reasons, this is one example. Don't vote for the guy who played football, okay? Don't, don't vote for the guy just because he beat Michigan. While we all appreciate it, that, that's not that's probably not something that really should matter um and uh, as a conservative voting for a bill that uh, your quote communist enemies are you know the ones who put forward i find that very interesting so reach out to uh senor antonio gonzalez uh 16th district of ohio and let him know how you feel i mean i tell tim ryan how i feel all the time he's a criminal and a scumbag and a crook and a grifter but again so are they all Welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. We're sponsored by AgorasNexus.com, premier sponsor of the used guys in that podcast. So I hope everybody enjoyed that last episode we had with Bird. Um, I was dying, laughing so hard when he called Taco Bell food. He was like the 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 Spirita Jazim, or he's like making up these <laughs> like I I, I, I'm absolutely enamored with his translation of the Taco Bell menu. I want to go like to a drive-thru window and try to order shit like that and see if they actually give me stuff. Like if they're like, ah, it's close enough. Like they probably mean this. Or like if they even pay attention. Buddy, we got a GoPro. We can do this. This is <laughs> more content. By the way, another B-side released today on the Patreon. So uh, glory and praise to our patrons. Thank you very much. So today... Um, Apart from the casual conversation and this uh, monologue all about nothing, the Seinfeld version of our show, most of it is anyway, and none of this matters, is going to be an interesting trip down to Conspiracy Corner. Again, we're taking another trip down to Conspiracy Corner, and this time Angel's found um, 
She's done a lot of homework for this lead up. And uh, she's going to talk to us about some interesting stuff that involves cattle. Not the way you Wayne County people think about cattle. <laughs> I mean, Wayne County, New Jersey, not, not Ohio. What's wrong with you people? I know the people in Wayne County, Ohio, fine people. Um, no, so seriously, that's not the kind of, you know, uh, sick stuff that you would imagine that, you know, people do to poor farm animals out in the country. So is there a Wayne County, New Jersey? There's probably a Wayne County in every state, bro. Probably. There's one in Tennessee. Yeah, Tennessee. And I think that there's one in, uh, I definitely know there's, there's Wayne, New Jersey. Uh, probably Michigan, too. I don't know. Who cares? Either way, ladies and gentlemen, let's hear about Conspiracy Corner. Angel, would you please give us what we're going to talk about when it comes to the cattle and why is this interesting? I know why. Perhaps the audience. I, I've been leading up this anticipation, building it, simmering to a boil. Go ahead. Edging. So, <laughs> so cattle mutilation um, was a big thing back in the 1970s. Um, I think it started around like 1972, 1973. Um, basically, these farmers would go out onto their farm, uh, ranch, ho- however you want to call it, um, the land where they kept their, their uh, you know, livestock. And they would see that one of their cows was dead. And upon you know, approaching them, they noticed specific things that were missing. Um, They noticed that like part of their, and it's always the same side, like the left jaw area, the skin um, was completely removed so you could see the teeth and jawbone. And then coming across um, the whole like lip section was like removed. So also their eyes, like their left eye was always gone, but like the um, tissue and things surrounding the eye was still intact. Um, Also, their sexual organs were removed and their um, anus was removed, like including like the intestine. All of the blood was completely drained out of their bodies. And it seemed as though they had been dropped from a high altitude onto the ground because their bones were like very rubbery Mm -hmm. and like broken and just it like something completely crazy happened to these cows that cannot be explained supposedly by regular death and predation so that being said it, it happened a lot and all over you know the country in that western area um like how many cases how many cases uh i think it was like let me see here it was somewhere up in like 270 to 230 case or 200 or 300 cases i'm sorry 270 to 300 cases um wow. yeah throughout that range of time that's a was fair like amount. the early 70s um close to like the 1980s when it kind of slowed down um and it said i'm sorry by 1979 approximately 10,000 head of cattle had been mysteriously mutilated holy shit some of the cases they couldn't always like connect to 
this mysterious phenomenon, but a lot of them were. So I think like 10,000 is a lot. Um, I don't know. I find it strange. Um, and everybody kind of thought maybe, okay, was this UFOs? Because they can't explain, like, there, there's no footprints or anything. Supposedly, there's no footprints around the cow mm -hmm. um, or bull. Okay. No, like, grass indentation from predators, paw prints, nothing. No tire tracks. Tire tracks, nothing. It was just, like, it just was dropped out of the sky. That's the best way that they had described it. Okay. Um, so that being said, like the missing blood and specific, like missing body parts, there mm -hmm. wasn't, um, really much else to go on. Um, so they started to blame like UFOs and of course, like government officials came out and they investigated what I mean by government officials, like, um, people kind of like a, uh, an animal coroner you know, like a veterinarian of some sort um, yeah. for the state, you know, came out or the, the county came out and um, examined the bodies. And of course, part of the official story was these animals died of natural predation. Well, there was no evidence of that. There's no blood, literally no blood. So like that's kind of thrown out the window. Um, but they still would say this is just natural causes, animal, animal perdition, whatever. Mm. So um, as time goes on and, and these things continue to happen, people just blame UFOs. Other people, you know, blame satanic rituals, mm -hmm. satanic sacrifices, of which course. I mean, it's a possibility. And then the third possibility is always the United States government. <laughs> yeah. So upon researching this, um, I always go to like the CIA um, record site. Mm -hmm. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to do a share screen. I'm just going to pull that up really quick. Um, give me one second. While we're waiting on that, do you think like the the natural predation thing, do you think that's like they just had to check a box? So that's the one they chose and it's like it might not fit, but maybe like it's the closest thing or they just don't know what's going on and they don't want to admit it? Or do you think it's like something more malicious, like, or intentional? Um, I just think that it's something that's easily explained away when you can say that somebody has, um, you know, somebody or an animal has died of natural causes mm -hmm. or um, a predator has attacked them or, you know, they had a heart attack and the cow is is bloating and naturally as it bloats these areas of the skin become um more fragile and blistered away and then bl blow flies have come and that's why the tissues are all soft and but nobody can explain why there's no blood right um that's not just a thing that happens Right. And like all of the all of the bones being pliable and broken or like rubbery, um, that doesn't typically happen. Um, there was like like very specific sections cut out of cows too, like the bone, mm -hmm. which is very strange. Um, so it has to be a human. Right. Like, I mean, it could be a UFO. It could be aliens. I mean, base level something intelligent like no like 
I mean, it, it would have to be like premeditated, planned out, calculated. Well, look at this. So the so the backup now. I'm of course I don't know about the rest of you, but I know so many goddamn contrarians. Where like, well, actually, like everybody's an expert. Like mm-hmm. I have an entire I have an entire pantheon of experts in my life, even though none of them are qualified to talk on this. Sir, um, I'm a number one expert. In I'm not life. talking about you. You know all the time. I'm, you're right. But I'm saying somebody <laughs> will come forward and say, "Well, I listen to this and actually get fucked." You don't know. But look, look at this to back up what she's saying here. So. The explanations like you could try to come up with a lot of things like when Brian's talking about, um, you know, the, the, the lack of any blood being present at all. Mm-hmm. Listen to this. <laughs> Samples from animals liver. This is one of the animals that were sent to a lab. Mm-hmm. OK, there's a laboratory report. OK, so samples of an animal's liver were found to be completely devoid of copper to contain four times the normal levels of zinc, mm-hmm. potassium and phosphorus. Mm-hmm. The scientists performing the analysis were unable to explain these anomalies. Yeah. So these scientists who get paid and who are educated enough to speak on the topic are like, we don't know, but I guarantee you I'll have somebody come forward and be like, well, they, they proved that it was shut up. You don't, you don't know anything. No. Either, okay. And first and foremost, like the removing of the sex organs, the asshole and just certain parts of the, of the face. And then we're, and then of course, typically in the consistently too, like consistently, yeah. and, and in typical seventies and eighties fashions, it was those goddamn Satanists. That was like the catch-all for everything, and now it's just the the, the lonely white male who's now the problem. <laughs> I guess I don't, I, I don't know. Yeah, I'm I'm not lonely, but that's neither here nor there. Go ahead. Um, so I was going to try to kind of describe a little bit more um in regards to like the specific mutilation um i was trying to find the description here but anyways so basically somebody was doing some fucked up shit i mean this is it, like the same time they were doing crop circles and shit too right like those were big at the same time kind um, of or possibly yeah i mean i think it uh, right around the same time 80s you know mm-hmm. um crop cir- circles were kind of a big thing um i just i mean the things that are are really crazy to me is like i said the blood um and then yeah. also like the unborn calves were also if like the cow was pregnant like the unborn calves were harvested as well um and like just taken and you know i I don't know what happened to them but maybe mutilation as well um which is very strange Mm -hmm. to me um which it could be i mean if it was quote satanist like satanist uh do you know crazy satanist or regular satanists i don't know but they they do perform supposedly ritual sacrifices um and they do use animals um if they were using cows i don't know there's a lot of cults in and around these areas so we're talking about idaho we're talking about you know montana we're talking about um areas where cults kind of like naturally happen like in those areas yeah rural and you know 
how widespread is what is the distribution of locations where the cattle have been massacred in such a fashion? Um, is it is it only that specific area of the Northwest, like not Pacific it, Northwest, but like I don't dare I say the uh, Yellowstone Jellystone area? Yeah, it's like in the western area where hmm. there's cattle ranches, so like Oregon. Um, you know, areas in Washington, areas, you know, in Montana, Idaho, um, places like that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, unfortunately, there are a lot of groups um, that we know, like, you know, in Idaho is known for it to have a lot of white supremacists. Um, state of Washington, a lot of crazy weirdo people hanging out there, um, you know, all religious, you know, like, Okay. I mean... That I'm sorry, cults kind of gravitate towards those areas because there's not a lot of intervention or um, changes that are constantly happening in these rural areas. What about? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was gonna say, what about what about Utah? Are there any Mormon cases of this happening, or are they pretty clean as far as the cattle massacres go? Um, you know, I'm not sure on that. So okay. let me look here. I thought I had a link with a map, um, but it's it's in and around that area. Okay. Um, so, and it's still actually continuing on now. Yeah, it, it's Cache County, Utah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the, scene, the area had been the scene for many unusual cattle deaths, and ranchers had organized an armed patrol. Ooh. To, serve, uh, to surveil the unmarked aircraft, which they claimed were associated with livestock death. So once again, um, Uncle Sugar is rearing his ugly, stupid face. We got yeah. unmarked aircraft. Like, what kind of aircraft? Like Helicopters. Yeah. Um, so here, that's where it is. It's in uh, the Wikipedia link. Um, it says that uh, there was an eyewitness testimony of um, two Cache County, Utah police officers. Um, the area had seen many unusual cattle deaths and ranchers had organized the patrol, like Jay was saying. Mm -hmm. um, people were reporting seeing helicopters, like black helicopters in the area where these cows were found dead. Yeah. And, you know, so... And then they're like, oh, you know, bright lights and UFOs and, you know, Sasquatch or whatever. I don't know. But I'm pretty sure it was probably just the United States government. And I will tell you how I've come to that conclusion is, like I said, I go to the CIA records and I just I search for shit because, I mean, it's all like public knowledge that they've allowed you to to see. Right. Mm -hmm. So here's one of the documents. And it is a letter to the deputy director, John N. Mahaman. Some Irish guy. Yeah, I don't know. Um, so it is from Sid Zines of MGM Entertainment. You know, MGM Studios. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to share this on our screen here. Now, for those of you um, consuming the audio portion just know that it's really awesome and you should probably watch it go ahead so it says dear sir i am certain you are familiar with the 14 year old mystery of cattle mutilation that has existed in 27 states mm -hmm. while theorists uh variously describe 
to the cult UFO and predator theory, Endangered Species offers its own conclusions as to who is responsible for the mutilation phenomenon. You and your guests are cordially invited to attend a private pre-showing of the MGM UA feature film, Endangered Species, and it gives it, you know, the date and the time, and this letter is dated September 30th of 1982. What? Yes. I've never seen that movie. Has anybody seen it? No, I was going to watch it, but I didn't, um, but I did find a uh, IMBD link with some reviews. All right, let's have the reviews. So some of the reviews state, um, you know, it's kind of like an old film or whatever, but then they, yeah. they go on to say um, that it's terrifying knowing how much the government can just do whatever it wants without any restriction. Yeah, who's going to hold them accountable? The people? <laughs> yeah. It says, um, this is a fascinating film. I remember it vividly as my father took me to see it when I was about 12. Come to think of it, my parents took me to see some really odd films when I was growing up in the early 80s. Anyways, this film is about cattle mutilation and delves into the world of conspiracy theories involving black helicopters, satanic underground networks, and all that other stuff people were starting to get worked up about in the early 80s. Um, and it says Robert Ulrich plays an investigator from a big city who comes to a rural town where the mutilations are happening. Um, and then it just goes on to, you know, talk about the, the film and, you know, mm -hmm. basically how the government's involved um, with bioweapons. So, you know, spoiler alert, sorry, guys, but apparently in the film, you know, there's these you know, black ops, CIA, government mm -hmm. agents running around with bioweapons. And that's, that's what's killing the cows or, you know, mutilating the cows is they've injected them with these bioweapons and this has caused issues and that's what's happening. Okay. I don't know if they're physically removing this shit and then just dropping the cow back off like <laughs> it seems like a lot of work yeah definitely i don't know if these things just uh, like i i don't know well okay so before we jump into the crazy portion where you know it's expected to go via south park um yeah. you know and the anal probe the probing of the anus and hopefully you've used todd's gay soap so that when you get probed you're clean We'll talk about that later in the show. Don't you worry. We will cover the contents of your asshole and how to take care of it properly during these very difficult times. Um, look at this one right here. So as usual, Uncle Sugar, who is your nemesis um, and, and up to no good, including assaulting our cows. Very <laughs> bad. So look at this. A brief sampling of cases on April 8, 1979. Three uh, pigs, that's police officers in Dulce, Nuevo Mexico, that's New Mexico for you Anglos, reported a mysterious aircraft which resembled a U.S. military helicopter hovering around a site following a wave of alleged mutilation, which claimed 16 cow. On July 15, 1974, two unregistered helicopters, a white helicopter and a black twin-engined aircraft, probably Airwolf, it's probably that one, 
were reported. Some people will laugh and others will need an explanation. If you know what Airwolf is, you know it's a fucking amazing show. Uh, 1980s style. Okay, not Stranger Things. This is a real 1980s business. Uh, twin black, uh, black twin engine aircraft were reported to have opened fire on Robert Smith Jr. while he was driving his tractor from his farm in Honey Creek, Iowa. This attack followed a rash of alleged mutilations in an area across the nearby border in Nebraska. The reports of helicopter involvement have been used to explain why some cattle appear to have been dropped from considerable heights. So the cow being dropped from a considerable height, A, what is a considerable height? Like, what is the measure? Are we talking 1,000 feet, 2,000 feet? Well, I feel like that high, there'd be like nothing left. It'd be like jelly. Right, because I'm trying to figure out how far we need a cow. And we need to drop it from a thousand feet and see how the blood gets distributed. Because let's, let's do MythBusters. Let's miss. <laughs> right, and but the thing is, is we can have the barbecue afterwards. So the animal is not wasted, and of course, well, I'll take a retired cow. This doesn't need to be. I mean, your neighbor's cow. It seems. It seems like a lot of effort to put the cow in the helicopter and then just drop it. I mean. It, Maybe they have some kind of like hoist system or something where they're like just dangling it underneath. Like they do that with cargo. I would, yeah. I would imagine they could... A crane, like they did at Jurassic Park yeah. when they fed the rat. <laughs> it makes more sense that they've like landed it, it, and injected this thing and it's done something to its uh, bones and tissue in order for it to appear the way that it appears. Mm -hmm. Um, And then they just extracted, you know, it's blood or whatever to not have any evidence of what they injected it with. I don't really know. Um, That's one theory that I've thought. But none of that would be left over in any of the tissue, like after it's been metabolized. Well, I guess like, okay, but like, okay, your liver does first pass metabolism of substances that are put into your, well, if you inject something into the bloodstream, I think it bypasses all of that. But if it's like anything that you digest, mm-hmm. then your liver would process all of that. And then that could explain maybe why they're, I don't know, the liver had what, no copper and like higher levels of all this other shit that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that would be, I guess, I mean, I guess if you inject it into your bloodstream, your liver's getting it eventually. It just wouldn't be like as if you ate something. I can't remember. Pathophys was so long ago for me. But. Don't worry, somebody will chime in and tell us how they know more about it than you do. Yeah, right? please, please definitely do, though. Like, I, yeah. but don't do it like a shitty way. Like, please help educate us. Right, exactly. Because yeah, I mean, exactly. like, <laughs> this isn't like a conspiracy topic that has no real, like, resolution to it. There, I mean, it's happened. People say it could be naturally occurring. Um, It could be, you know satanists it could be ufos or it could be the government who's you know performed experience randomly on cows um when did mount when did mad cow disease start freaking everybody out real in the bad? 90s this way here here the 90s i remember that right before y2k started freaking everybody out okay man that's like there's always something freaking everybody out that's gee i wonder why <laughs> <laughs> that's like did you see i the, the anniversary of it came up like on June 2nd, I think, but like Trevor Moore from Whitest Kids You Know, like recently deceased, like unfortunately in his 40s. But he uh, he tweeted like a while ago that 
uh, it's like, what if the government learned from MK Ultra that keeping people in constant trauma makes them extremely uh, like suggestible or controllable? So they've just been manufacturing disaster after disaster to keep people afraid. And, be, and it's and he's like, oh, wouldn't that be funny? Like, it's just like, oh, shit. But I mean, there might be something to that. Yeah, it's crazy. Sure. I, I don't know. And then, of course, you have, you know, the government inter- interference in UFOs. Look at this one. At the same time, a UFO report was being filed with uh, law enforcement. Large, larger numbers of ranchers claimed to see black helicopters around their fields coinciding with cattle mutilations although some initially thought these were used by cattle rustlers or rustling up some cattle high-tech cattle rustling high-tech cat you got that right you gotta think though like if they're dropping the like are they putting a harness on this cow and then lifting it up and then dropping it and then like they got to go down and take the harness off again and it's like there's a lot of fucking work involved in here potentially like right yeah because the one that was in jurassic park the the raptors shredded that they had to put a new one on there Every time they fed him a cow, it was a new harness. So whoever's mm-hmm. making the harness was making good money off of uh, the Jurassic Park people. I mean, they need to hire better engineers to fucking figure this shit out. Right. Just drop the cow in there. It doesn't need to be alive when it like gets a, Like a claw machine. Well, he, yeah. he doesn't want to be fed. He wants to hunt. Okay? Come on. Oh, excuse me. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> well, like to further go into the weird, okay? So as I'm searching for cattle mutilations on the CIA website for you know anything that they've released um i know that we've talked a while back about how the cia used remote viewers to um give information about a location Mm -hmm. so the idea behind the remote viewers was the cia agent would put a location and a picture inside a sealed envelope put that envelope in front of the remote viewer and ask them to use their special ability to tell them what the location where the location is what's in and around the location and the remote viewer would do this and they were able to some of them were able to describe the exact location and information right Mm -hmm. even if they've never been there even if they've never been there okay um i don't I mean, it's published on their website. Well, um, yeah, didn't, they also like just published a thing about like astral projection and how all that stuff's real too. And it's yeah. like, uh, it gets real into the weeds for me. But. Are, yeah. we, are we being serious that astral projection is now a real thing? I mean, that's what they say. They, yeah. There's like a whole, it's like a real men who stare at goats kind of thing. Like it's fucking whack. Because like, I know what it is and it's frankly a bit horrifying if it's real. I certainly hope it isn't. That doesn't sound like fun then you get into all the cool philosophical shit where it's like how could you prove you're not just in one big astral projection right now and it's like you just don't know how to change planes that we'll see and that that'll screw me up even more (laughs) this is like shit i think about at work all the time and i forget shit at work just that's why i put ridiculousness on tv and i just watch people hurt themselves on on consume the propaganda that's right drink drink it up i drink Eight, eight, years away. eight years away from owning nothing and being happy i can't wait uh, yeah i can't i'm not going to be here anymore. um it doesn't matter. so there's this document published that they used a remote viewer um and provided them with an article that just like uh you know described some things that happened with a you know cattle mutilation um and they asked the remote viewer to 
describe what they see in this location. So the remote viewer says the site was a flat, low, open, dry, warm, rocky, bleak area like Nevada at night. The site consisted of a circular marked area. Associated with the site was the feeling of bad air contamination, mm. uh, energetics, and radiation. This and it was it was called the location was called the circle of death. Loud machine noises were present, as were a group of men who were waiting to do something orchestrated or planned. Mm -hmm. They started closing in on something, and each man was doing something. Lots of excited motion. They were scurrying, preparing, and measuring. What they were doing caused a strong sense of queasiness and the feeling that what was going on was very bad. What was induced in the circular marked area is what caused its death. Associated with the word death were the concepts of the marked areas, accidental, this time induced, scientific, and unnatural. Um, the, the remote viewer sensed a chemical weapon or military weapon of some sort. Mm -hmm. The men were not from the immediate area. They were from at least 500 to 100 miles away. The men came from low rectangular fence building near the hills. The buildings had more floors than visible with the eye. It had underground floors. Associated with the building was a strong sense of security, secrecy, hiding, and illegal activities. Um, the remote viewer generated... Um, image that the building was of chemical and bio warfare there was a helicopter a military base and scientists and nuclear radi and a nuclear radiation symbol this is what this remote viewer this is like some stranger things shit right and this is published on the fucking cia website like i'm not pulling this out of my asshole like this is shit that they just have online right and then so the fbi refused to investigate it and and said like they it wasn't in their jurisdiction of course yeah, the cia is doing it right <laughs> but the cia also quote wasn't investigating it well they're but, also quote not doing domestic espionage and also quote not fuck like all of the shit like they can just yeah. say whatever yeah well, and the strange thing is, is that the FBI would investigate on the um, Native American reserved lands, but not like the rest of the fucking states in which it may have jurisdiction. Like it, it didn't really make any sense. Um, and of course, their explanation was it was like natural and, you know, predatory and, you know, on down the list. Well, I mean... Every, technically this is all a product of nature it's just how far removed are you you know you get you get real into the semantics of it and it's like you can argue just about anything but yeah. yeah um i don't know and then there's this guy named ted gunderson who was um you know an agent of the fbi i think he was like a, the head of the fbi at some point or mm -hmm. like a, an executive deputy or, or something along those lines um so he i'm going to share this screen here um so you can see what i'm talking about he published a report called corruption the satanic drug cult network and missing children and there's four volumes and mm -hmm. this is um page 49 of volume one and there's a lot of information in here 
And so he's been discredited as a crazy person, um, you know, and paranoid and all of this, um, which I mean, being a part of these organizations and once you know what you know and you know what they do to people, he, he's not so far-fetched, he's not so crazy. Um, you know, he was afraid that people would assassinate him and things like that, mm -hmm. so they called him paranoid. Like the CIA published a, a manual in like 1954 about, you know, the best ways to assassinate people. And one of those ways yep. was the most like effective way and easy way is by accident. Yeah, of course. And then it goes yeah. on down the fucking list. That was in um, that, that, that information is also enclosed in uh, the devil's chessboard somewhat. Yes. Yes. So I'm going to show this um, document here. Um, right. So it, it on this page, um, he's breaking down like the different uh, satanic mutilations and sacrifices by states. Can I ask a question real quick? Yes. What what exactly what branch of Satanism or what particular cult of Levee. Satan? Levian Satanism, which is the Church of Satan. Yes. But they have, I mean, they, I don't know. I, okay. I don't know if I so, buy it. I don't know either, but I'm just telling you, like, he has documented. So this is why some people probably think that it is a satanic ritual. Um, it could be from his report. It could be from, there was like in the 1980s, there was something called the Satanic Panic. Oh, yeah, we, we're well aware. Um, so this is kind of a part of that so a lot of people are like well maybe the cattle mutilations were a part of satanic panic whatever right this they misspelled california in this document listen i didn't i didn't do Claire, it california well That's what we california. Should, we're gonna call it that from now he he did a transposium um and then look at this five people stole human remains from mausoleums that's work yeah no listen like it's crazy people first of all if something crazy is going on it's people okay like <laughs> yeah. let's just get down to brass tacks here. yeah usually okay mm -hmm. so like it says right here you know like uh in april of 86 and in, in guntersville alabama mm -hmm. cattle mutilations warning to cattlemen previous attacks reported on a cattle and goats um and they and then it goes on there's like some other shit but i was more specifically like drawn to this document because it lists animal mutilation and cattle mutilation um and things like that and it ties it with uh satanic worship uh you know satanic ritual killings um so that's why i pulled up this source to just show you like this is like you know people actually believe that these cattle mutilations have to do with you know satanic rituals and things like that and, they had child molestation on there a couple times too. Yep. There are a lot of kids who reported um in in the nineteen eighties and maybe a little bit before that and maybe a little bit after that, mm -hmm. um, that they were sexually abused by their daycare teachers, school teachers, yep. um parents, and they were a part of this uh you know, satanic group, you know, that, that performed these rituals. Um, there was a, like a specific case in like the 1980s in regards to like a daycare center where there were tunnels underground in the daycare center 
and the kids would be, you know, taken to certain places and, and molested and mm-hmm. all this crazy shit. It turns out that, you know, there were tunnels under this daycare center. Um, and, you know, he kind of. So this isn't like Pizzagate. This is like real shit. Yeah. Um, how, how much of it is, you know, real versus some of it being made up? I don't know. But there's some new news articles that talk about once the children get into the, quote, weird parts of being sexually molested and they start talking about, you know, it was a satanic ritual and all of these things were going on, the prosecutors kind of just back away from it because they feel like it's made up. And I did read some of this information in these reports um, and some of the stories were like crazy I'm not saying that they didn't happen. I'm just saying I could see why people don't think it's real. It's probably real. Like just not wanting to imagine that something like that could be real. Like that's just too much to conceive or. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like there was this, there was this girl who described um, being sexually molested by her maternal uh, grandfather and how he killed a baby and dripped its blood all over her and shoved its testicles in her mouth and then stuck the dead baby inside of her vagina that's a lot that's a lot that's a lot that's that's like i mean i remember reading some and listening to like podcasts about the franklin cover-up and like the children that like spoke up about what happened and it was like kids were getting like shot in the head while other kids were getting fucked right next to them. And like they yeah. had, and it's just like, I like it, not- it, literally, it literally just sounds like somebody's trying to write the most fucked up, like murder porn that there is, but it's like, why also would a random child just make all of this shit up? Like it, there's some somewhere in the middle, I'm sure. But like, it's just terrifying to even think about. Yeah. It's uh, it's pretty, pretty fucking scary. And of course there's the cryptid, you know, element to it that perhaps the chupacabra has been yeah. up to no good. Which I mean, the chupacabra, I don't know. That's it, a lot for the uh, chupa. Yeah, you know, I'm not so sure too. Plus, it you know, uh, it could be the Mongolian death worm that immigrated. We don't know. I just think it's weird how all these wires always seem to cross. Like you can never come to a topic like this without addressing like all of this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's at a weird intersection. I would definitely say that. And like, so this Ted Gunderson guy was, you know, obviously all American gun ho government, like Patriot, whatever was was a part of the fucking FBI. And (laughs) when he left the FBI, he became a consultant for the FBI when he retired. Perfect. Um, And as he's doing consulting and as he's doing research for for other things, he comes across this fucking crazy shit. And he's like, it's real. Like the government is up to fucking no good. Like he didn't, he wasn't involved in all this before that. Yeah. It's like a different section or department or something. And he's like, oh, like what the fuck are these guys doing? Yeah. But Well, and then there's like this assassination list that, you know, the CIA like had an assassination list for people that they were going to kill. And yep. then people that they were going to just fucking like disappear you oh know. yeah well i mean how many times did they try to kill castro like they had that on what? its own as its own fucking list like 
think about this one too, guys. Um, it's crazy. Views in the uh, in the listening gallery, the four and a half of you that have loyally stuck with the show. Thank you. It changes every week. Yeah, just, uh, I thought we were up. Well, yeah, we were at like seventeen and a half. We were almost legal last week. Come on. Gas prices have impacted the listenership of this show. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I, they they can't afford to uh, you know pay drive for... around and listen to us anymore. No, no, no. They just can't afford a phone bill anymore, so they can't listen to the pod. Um, on their phones. Go to the library. Get on a fucking computer at the library and listen to this shit. Library. And then tell everybody else about it. <laughs> yeah, I, I echo Brian's sentiment 100%. Um, what also is, is interesting about this whole thing, too, is, you know, the tie-in, that weird intersection. And, of course, people of our ideological or philosophical bent are definitely going to... Like, that. that's the problem is, like, when you automatically have a bias, which is like you don't really like your Uncle Sugar at all, and that's putting it mildly, you tend to, you know, assign blame to Uncle Sugar immediately. But the problem is the reason why that exists is because Uncle Sugar has been always doing things that are terrible. And now I think they've substituted, and they, I mean the Black Helicopter Battalion or the Squadron, excuse me, because they're airborne. Mm-hmm. Um I really think it's no longer, I think the assassinations will still be part of like, that's like in their toolbox. It's just one of the things they have, but I don't think it's the primary one because it's no longer in the advent of, you know, cameras that don't look like they're taking pictures from a potato Yeah. where you can get really decent pixels and stuff and really get some detail. I think that the most effective tool that they use is the placing of um, illicit pornography on people's computers. I think that that happens all of the time. Um, the Vegas shooter's brother. The Vegas shooter's brother, exactly. Which to me is, you know, 60 people were murdered and we still don't know what happened. And there's no explanation, nor is there explanation for the gear. There's no explanation for the removal of the hurricane windows. There's no explanation for anything. It's just... It's fucking Tower 7. It's fucking... Like, it's right. all... You know what? Like, I mean the the other part of like to play devil's advocate like i 100 percent think like something's weird is going on there but once in a while everything isn't what it actually seems to be and Mm -hmm. meaning like was that section of window actually a hurricane window do we know this for sure yeah there's false advertising all over the place like i would be surprised well listen to this one real quick so you know the last uh, mass shooter there's been a couple this year ladies and gentlemen there's been a couple we've had we've endured some crazy business uh the last one before the one that shot up the school i know they've run it's funny how they announce they're going after quote ghost guns and they want to ban assault weapons and all of a sudden we have an uptick in shooting I, you you're talking about so not Ovaldi, but buffalo the grocery yeah. store yeah okay so this guy was like an eco-fascist and the reason why i say that is because he kind of mimicked his crappy manifesto, which, by the way, some of the manifestos that have le- recently been popping up. Are, are... we changing topics? No, I'm, okay. we're not. All right. But I want to point out something that and I understand correlation isn't causation, but there's copycats and then there's like decent copycats. Like, mm-hmm. for example, the the granddaddy of all of these um, hard right shooters, I guess you could say, was probably um, Anders Breivik over there in Norway, where he shot up the uh, the camp. Uh, of those um, young youth labor movement people 
um real, real terrible thing and then he tried to bomb the 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 prime minister's place but he was like at lunch or something or she i don't want to assume gender um but uh he wrote like the 1200 page manifesto well the guy in Christchurch down in new zealand who killed the muslim worshipers and live streamed it on facebook yeah uh, he uh, wrote all over his rifles well so did the goofball in uh in the murder up in in buffalo mm-hmm. and here's the interesting part so new zealand which is really far away from where we are like really far away he writes in his manifesto i have it that um he wanted to uh get the gun control argument to the point where it caused the civil war in the united states let me ask you something why would somebody in new zealand give a shit why why would they care and why would they put that in their manifesto and once again the bias comes out and i am very guilty of it and as i'm sure many of us are that immediately i look with an eye of suspicion to um you know the man in the sunglasses over there you know what i mean the mr uh the agent smith go ahead angel so what what else do we have i'm just saying i'm not sure about all this i'd love to do a conspiracy corner on the vegas shooter alone that would be fun um fun is in there's a lot of angles here and there's a lot of crazy stuff that was reported right on the ground so what else do we have here um on the topic of this particular conspiracy corner um so i i kind of lost my train of thought there um but there so like this this ted gunderson guy you know like i said he's he's going to be you know kind of like thrown under the bus for and it's possible he's crazy like i don't know but i mean the the cia publishes like all of these documents on their you know website and bohemian grove you can you can type in bohemian grove and go through the letters and things that people have talked about yeah i accepted their invitation this time uh yeah i'm gonna go there and bohemian grove was tied to the franklin cover-up and this was at the time where nobody really knew outside of people that actually went to the bohemian grove what the fuck that was it wasn't in the mainstream news like and this kid is describing the Bohemian Grove, you know? So mm-hmm. it's like, there's so much shit that you can just type in and find um, as time goes on in these in these websites and find the crazy from our government. So while, you know, these cattle mutilations, you know, could be UFOs, could be this, could be that, I just, you know, bring it back around If something terrible is occurring, it's probably just a human doing it or a group of humans behind that action. Yeah, Scooby-Doo, man. The biggest monsters are us. (laughs) Yeah. Isn't that that funny how in in the end that's even something as simple as Scooby-Doo, a children's cartoon, points that out every single time? Yeah, I'd like to think there's a reason for it. (laughs) There was this guy who was going around and he was recording, you know, sounds of nature and, um, you know, how he he recorded all these beautiful sounds and like all of the sounds like these animals made when they were, you know, like hunting and, you know, killing other animals and things like that. And he said like the most evil sounds he's ever recorded were that of human beings like doing evil things to other human beings like i believe it that's the the most horrible noises that he's ever heard 
Well, yeah, it's man's blind indifference to his fellow man, and it always will be, and that's the problem. And what, if again, if I hate to circle uh, right back to our nemesis, but the most powerful collection of human beings are organized governments in the state who, you know, then under the guise of having a costume or a piece of paper that says they can do these things to us, you know, and it's the thing is, is the reason why I always venture to say, and by the way, the Franklin cover up, I'm telling you guys right now, I know I've talked about it a lot on this show, and I've told people a lot about this since I first heard it. Yes, from everybody's favorite scapegoat, Mr. Alex Jones, who, you know, has done a lot of good work starting all the way back at Waco, who was the first one to really step up and say, this is horrible what happened and didn't believe the mainstream story that all of us were fed. I remember watching that crap on TV as a 12-year-old kid about how these were all religious nut bars and they killed their own people when it turns out it was the Federal Bureau of Investigation and the That's what I got taught in school about it. About what? That who that they were fucking religious zealots that were like fucking crazy and it was like a death cult. Not to say that they weren't crazy religious zealots, clearly they were and they are. Right. Um, but like that at the end like they were the ones doing all the murdering. No, and, and the thing is is there's been no accountability for that incident of mass murder so we want to talk about the mass the the slaughter of innocents like what happened down in texas um then why don't we look a little bit closer in texas and really see who is the source of you know who's done this before and who's an expert at it not tying the idiot that just did the thing down there um and thanks matthew mcconaughey for um <laughs> get they had to haul out an actor that people like so that you can listen a little bit more closely because the lady they just hired to, to convey the latest propaganda, um, the new the, the new speaker, uh, you know, this is the current truth um, that they're delivering to you. That wasn't cutting the mustard. The African-American lady with the French name, they don't like her. So they had to bring out this white guy from Texas. And by the way, fuck him and the Texas Longhorn that he rode into town on. Both of you can shove it right up your ass. Matthew McConaughey, fuck you. I don't care how good Interstellar is. Suck the freckles off of my ball bag. Asshole. Anyway. To touch, uh, real quick before we move on, to touch on something you said earlier about, like, just, I guess, just the narratives in general. It's like, I think, I don't know what the biggest factor or catalyst would be, but it definitely sucks. Like, the 24-hour news cycle, there's always something new. There's always a constant IV drip of all this shit is like once the first story's out whatever it says like that's the one people are going to believe the majority of the time and then if they put retractions in or corrections it's never front page nope. it's a little addendum with a fucking asterisk on mm -hmm. like the uh, somewhere in the back and it's like oh we're sorry we're sorry yeah. and it, it's like the fucking bp oil spill south Park. we're sorry we're incredibly yeah. sorry <laughs> so sorry but it keeps fucking happening and it's like I, and at the end of the day, like, I don't know if it all just comes down to money and ratings, but it's like, they don't give a shit. Like, they, they just pump shit out there. Oh, if we're wrong, fuck it. We'll backtrack a little bit. They're going to forget about it in 20 fucking minutes because something yeah, else is happening. It's true. I mean, it's true. I forget about shit all the time. But like the manifesto, okay, the manifesto is a propaganda machine from the CIA. Like naming something a manifesto or just, oh, this killer had a manifesto. Oh, oh, that one. In oh, okay. Yeah. It was all about like 4chan and shit. Like 
all the sites that people are sketched about and right that one no just the manifesto in general like oh, they oh, literally oh. have concocted the manifesto in various countries predating anything modern and dispersed manifestos and dispersed propaganda shit so then they can go ahead and do whatever it is that they want to do so when you when they say that somebody produced a manifesto chances are they didn't produce shit it's propaganda by the cia or the government in some way shape or form i just don't like how like i mean there's so much stuff where it seems obvious like everything feels like an op now everything it's like i can't tell what's not propaganda anymore it's like yeah it just like it everything it's like you can see the potential in everything i guess it's like you start looking at shit and being like oh I could see exactly how this would make me think a certain way, but now maybe even the way I'm thinking about it now is still something they accounted for. It's like, they're really good at advertising and they could personalize this or have it be multifaceted and work in many different ways at the same time. And it's like, oh my God, it's like, and, and then it's like, cause it's like, I know I'm not the smartest person out there. And it's like, how many people do you think are smarter than you that are working on shit like this? And it's like, and then how many people are lower on the bell curve maybe than you are? And they don't even think twice about this stuff. And it's like, they don't need to do anything about you because there's so many masses of people that don't even like, they, they don't care or they're just never going to fucking know. And it's like, you're one little drop in a big giant fucking wave. And they're all of their inertia is going to carry you with them no matter what anyway. Like you don't have to cater to the fringes anymore because your base is big enough now. Right. No, I, I, I understand what you're saying. And, you know, the thing that bothers me too, a lot about, um, you know, the stuff that we've been talking about here and when, you know, like, and again, what, you know, blaming uncle sugar for what's going on with the cattle that, you know, that does, that does, I mean, I mean it, it's not going to sit right with me no matter what, because we don't have, it's possible that we don't have an explanation as to what it was to, to get back to that original point. Oh, absolutely. But, you know, there's another one that Angel kind of has let me get in on, and uh, she's pretty well read about it. It's by David Pilates, and it's called Missing 411. Here's the problem. First, he starts off as a Bigfoot writer, mm -hmm. right, which is going to discredit him with a certain demographic immediately. Because some people don't believe in Bigfoot. I don't know, or know, nor do I care if he's real. Is it possible? Sure. We find, I mean, sea life is a little bit different because it's we know far less about it. Um, in the advent age of drones and all this other stuff of people with, like I said, awesome cameras that are hiking and going around, I think we would have found him or at least a fossil record of him. But it's possible. I don't but think it's... But you don't find bones of bears right yeah we don't find bones of bears of course not and i think it's well possible. fossilization is incredibly rare on its own too like that's a fair point like that's not every dinosaur that existed that we're finding that's such a minute percentage the conditions right. have to be so fucking perfect like mm -hmm. you're right so much stuff that. has already been lost to time and it's i think about the oh shit is it graham hancock or is it uh 
God damn it. I'm so terrible with names right now. But like just talking about like plate tectonics, like even stuff that's like carved into stone. Eventually, if it's not weathered away, it's like it's going to be in the core of the earth at some point. Just that's Randall. And Randall. it's like Randall Carlson. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And, and it's just like, yeah, like that's yeah. Like it, it's going to take fucking forever, essentially, like in the eyes of a person. But like, yeah, eventually it's going to happen. That's the end all be all. Like until the core cools and the, everything stops. But yeah, and you know the thing is, is like uh, you know, and just getting back to that before we move on to the next topic, and I wasn't even expecting to talk about some of this today, but the, the Dave Pilates uh, automatically, like, I was kind of skeptical of him at first because I, um, I was like, okay, he's a Bigfoot writer, but then he he stops writing about that, and by the way, he just lost his son recently to suicide, which is awful. Fuck. Um, so he's enduring a hard time, and he's not a bad guy. I consider him a decent investigative writer or journalist or however you want to, whatever title you want to give him. He gets into missing 411 and he starts looking at these cases across the planet, but like really in deep with missing people in the United States that literally vanish, like walking in the woods and vanishing while like, like on a Boy Scout troop walk. Yeah, there'll be the kid at the back and he's just gone gone and they'll find a pile of clothes that haven't been torn up there's no blood on them all this other stuff they like fold it up or something like all something like, like sometimes yeah sometimes yeah. they are sometimes um they find like shoes and you know like the their um camping gear backpack whatever and um nothing else um, their, their shoes are just there and, uh, yeah. that person's gone and there's no other trace of them. Or like, how about the one that was up in, I think it was in California or Oregon. It was on the West coast where the kid got onto the ledge of this massive rock or whatever it was. And it, it would have been impossible for that child to make the distance in that amount of time, or they find somebody who has completely been completely derobed and should have frozen to death and didn't and doesn't. Yeah, sure. They just found that like four year old in Montana that spent like two days completely alone outside or something mm -hmm. like it's, it's wild. Like, and there's that kid in space looks like he saw some shit too. Like, like, it looks like shell shock and like world war one fucking photos that's i'm gonna have to take a look at that but yes that is in the vein of what we're talking about here and if you look at the map of disappearances and if you uh juxtapose where a u.s military installations are there's an interesting correlation between those coincidence and, uh ufo sightings and ufo sightings yeah anything now, fucking weird i'm definitely of the opinion it's possible beyond a reasonable doubt that there is extraterrestrial life based on math alone from the size of the universe and, you know, and how much we know very little of it. You know what I mean? It's possible. Right. But but my issue is like any of the times that you, I think you people think they see advanced extraterrestrial craft. I'm again. My bias is a problem because I'm always looking at that son of a bitch in Washington. Well, I mean, listen to like all the shit Bob Lazar said. And I mean, they fucked his life up. His family left him. He doesn't even have like a social security number anymore. Like he's got nothing. He technically on paper doesn't even exist as a person. That's right. That's 100%. He'll fuck your life up. No, it is crazy. And here's the thing, too. And to get back to an angel, thank you very much for doing the research on uh, this particular topic with the cattle. Um, I'm I'm very much in the air about what possibly has happened because 
I always like, you know, who, it, not to quote one of our favorite movies, Brian, but Qui Bono, who benefits. <laughs> I was thinking that earlier. I couldn't fucking stop. Yeah. <laughs> we, yeah. Who cares? It's got a fuck. Qui gives a shit. It's got a fucking bow on it. <laughs> I don't know who the benefactor is in this particular case, but it's definitely not the people who own the cattle. Um, I, it's probably I, something well beyond our understanding or like comprehension. Like, honestly, like the man made horrors part, like Tesla just <laughs> knocking it out of the park. Yeah, that's 100% true. And thanks, Angel, again, uh, once more for doing the research on this. Uh, sure. We are grateful. Now, to get back to something that Brian uh, had mentioned regarding propaganda. And, you know, I, I'm a firm believer in tuning out. I don't have news channel on in my house. I don't have it. I don't have news apps on my phone. I don't have any of that stuff. I, I, I it would it would literally make me angry in the morning before oh, yeah. I put it to work. Like, I, I can't do it anymore because I can it's I, I hate I know you guys hear it all the time. But the whole the Matrix thing, like once you're out of it, you see things very differently. And I agree that sometimes we can't tell the difference between coincidence, happenstance, and psyops and all that other good stuff. But let's take a couple of things. First of all, when we're talking about, you know, being subjected to propaganda, one of our favorite authors, who is George Orwell, whom we've all read 1984 here in, in, in this use guys meeting. Who are the freest people in that book? The proles. Yeah. The proles are the freest people. They don't care about the news. They don't care about the wars. All they care about is sports and, and betting on the lottery and pornography and, and alcohol. Now, people might say, well, that's a very simplistic, you know, who wants to live like that? Once again, who are the happiest people in the story? The people that are oblivious to all the horrible things that are being done. And guess what? The inner party and the outer party do not bother them. They are not policed. They don't care what they do because they're not they're, the, the proles don't pose a real threat. Yeah, They're not fucking with anything. Right. They're just concerned about playing lottery and watching soccer and drinking and whoring. That's what they're concerned with, right? That's and they're the freest people, the, the, the freest people in, in that particular book. Here's the other one. Here, let me give you a good example here about propaganda. So those of you that have been listening long enough know I have a dear friend of mine who is a retired uh, Sergeant First Class Big Business, um, a brave man, no question about it. OK, he, uh, a ranger. Uh, who has done some stuff and seen some stuff. He knows a few things because he's done a few things. He and I are on opposite ends of the opinion piece when it comes to the current situation in Ukraine. First of all, I thought that, and, and Steve Kontkin, the guy who was on Lex Friedman's podcast, who's an expert in Stalin. Oh, the historian? Man, did he hit it out of the park on his latest one. If you haven't listened to it, I beg you to, to listen to it. Is that when he talks about like Oliver Stone and stuff? Yes, that's okay. the one. All right. When he, he says this brilliantly. So, for example, uh, Sergeant First Class Big Business and I go back and forth. Like he, he, he tends to buy more of the Ukrainian stories and I tend to not buy them because and then of course there's russian propaganda there's western ukrainian propaganda on top of it and i'm not talking about the war crimes or people being murdered yes that does that is happening it's been happening since 2014 okay it, it, in 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 the east it's been happening the whole time okay with that being the case when we're looking at this and right now he's telling me he's like the, the ukrainians are going to win and and i and i go back to konkin when he was like if you were to look at Operation Barbarossa within the first three months, 
and made a prediction as to who was to win, you may have gotten that prediction wrong. Yep. At the start of this conflict, the Ukrainians uh, had 3% of their country controlled by the Red Army or their friends. Today, it's 20%. So guess what? In three months, while the Ukrainian propaganda machine and the Western propaganda machine, and I'm not saying that the Ukrainians aren't valiantly defending their, their, their motherland. They, they clearly are with Western assistance. But 20% of their country is now controlled by the Russians. And the Russians are slowly grinding their way west. Yeah, it's like I think they have it in the long game for sure. 100%. It's a war of attrition. They're going to win. They have the they have the numbers. It's sure the technology might be shittier. Like I don't know what I mean. We've spent billions of dollars trying to counteract it indirectly, but like who knows what they're getting from whom? Also, and oh, fuck, there's something else. Well, wait a second, Brian. You hit something. Listen to this. So tech wise, we the West feels that they're superior. Uh, uh, the the astrophysicist Miko, I forget his name, was just on Rogan, and he was uh, talking about hypersonic drones. The U.S. government quit on that technology, but guess who's using it right now? The Russians, and effectively. So now the U.S. is catching up to hypersonic drones, military hypersonic drones being Got to fix that mineshaft gap. Here's the other thing. <laughs> While the West, and I will agree that they're more into the precision munitions and technology of really targeting uh, you know, what they're looking to destroy, the Russians don't have that problem. They will just barrage anybody who gets in their way. It's their style of doing business. We all know it. If you've read any of the books or know anything about the history, these people don't care who gets in the way. They are not interested in targeting specific areas. If, you're ha if you happen to be in the way of their fist coming across to punch somebody, you're going to get punched too. That's how it's going to work with them. And I fully agree that at this point in time, yes, the Ukrainians are holding. They'll probably have control of the most of the majority of their country, but they're not getting out of this thing without losing something. It's just it, I, I don't buy it for a minute. How long until Zelensky ends up dead? Like from and not even from like a Russian thing that's going on. Like I'm talking like anybody that's kind of been working with the United States on anything that just kind of mysteriously ends up on the shit list. That's a good question, and I don't know, because right now he's got all-star status. But if you notice, all the Western – there's already fractures in this Western alliance. Hungary is not interested in playing games. Uh, the Germans have delayed deployment of advanced missile technology they're, because they're, they're interested in keeping cheap gas. I mean, I mean – Yeah, that's – I wonder – oh, I, man, I miss it so much. Listen – yeah, yeah. $5 a gallon in, in the motherland here when I know yeah. that it's approaching 10 or above 10 in California. Sorry, California, Brian, that it's been rough on you, my friend. Uh, but he's a solar guy and he's, you know, he's, he's got to figure it figured out. I'm not worried about him, but the rest of you have a problem. And um, we, we all are going to collectively have a problem here pretty soon if you are, you know, and the words of Pete the Gay Buttigieg, if you can't afford $10 a gallon gasoline and just buy a $60,000 car, you fucking idiot, an electric one that is. Where's um, the power coming from? Did you watch that video that oh, I sent dude, that to yes. you? Where they came, they, she didn't want to say that it was coal. And then the guy... <laughs> the, the grid dude, is 95% uh, cold. Yeah. yeah, the guy who directly... Yeah. 
Yeah, the guy who directs the plant goes, yeah, it's 95% cool. Like, he wasn't even thinking about it. <laughs> oh, fuck. It was great. Uh, it was- you're, you're just trading one one thing for another. You're just pushing the shit further down. Eventually, somebody's got to scoop that shit up and deal with it. And, like, imagine, okay, somehow they are able to come up with that much lithium and, like, supply that much electricity. But think of, like, all of the grid upgrades that are going to have to happen. When every single person that owns a private vehicle goes to plug in their fucking car because they all get off work at 5 p.m. They all commute home. They all fucking plug their shit in at the same fucking time. It's like, (laughs) I mean, fucking there was a there was a big thing at the fairgrounds in my town. They had like a bunch of people show up in their airstreams for like a festival for a weekend. And they all took their power from the grid and like half our fucking town had no power for a day. And it's like, that's just a few fucking people. <laughs> so right. tell me what's going to happen. Tell, look at fucking Texas. It snowed once and half their fucking shit went down for what? Like two weeks? Yeah. And they, they, people were like freezing to death and like abandoning their cars on the fucking highway. And yeah. That, like, yeah. Like, no, it's not like, Dude, I, it's not going to happen. That, that fucked up industry, like, because there's certain plants in Texas oh, yeah. that, 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 that they aren't anywhere else. And it totally fucked up supply chain, like royally. Oh yeah. I'm sure we're still not even seeing the long-term effects of it. Like we, we probably still haven't even seen the long-term effects of the Suez canal getting fucking blocked. Like, it, 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 yeah, but it, you know, shit trickles, you know, travels downhill, maybe at a trickle, but it'll get to you eventually. Oh, sure. Um, But yeah, that's all these food plants. Like, do you know that i got flagged for posting something (laughs) oh yeah it's all like no this isn't like this is partially untrue or some shit like it's like like, i don't care anymore are you crazy like did it happen or didn't it happen yeah are they all burning down like regardless of how that started it's like it's still strange that this much is happening right now like so fast you know it's the same with the gun stuff they're like oh yeah we're pushing all this legislation boom it all starts happening Oh, we're gonna have food shortages, and it's like, well, shit, you heard him. We got to burn this bitch down tonight. Like, I don't like. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you get? like? But again, it's like I'll never be able to empirically prove any of this. Or by the time that I can, we're gonna be so far behind the eight ball that it's like you're laughing your way to the gallows. It doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, and the only thing that I'm I'm hopeful for, and I hate to say that, like hopeful for it, but in the way I am is that as Michael Malice is called for, you know, he's like hoping for the ideological self-segregation of, of the country to where the national divorce becomes a reality. And I think that guns will be one of those things because you'll just have certain states and I'm looking at South Carolina because they're always ready to secede from the union. <laughs> like, come on, do something. Yeah. Like. yeah. <laughs> do a sedition. Um, yeah. But uh, South Carolina is always looking for a reason to get out. And they, tw- they, they've done it. They've tried it twice. The first time Andrew Jackson rode down there to have to straighten them out. And then the second time they did leave, but were forcibly put back in. The second time was not very good, mostly because they didn't agree with the fact that you shouldn't be able to own people. Um, you shouldn't be able to own people, South Carolina. We're sorry. It's just true. It's just that's not that's not nice. Okay, no. we don't. They we just own do. people with extra steps now, though. It's like just the chain <laughs> has gotten so long, people don't even recognize it anymore. Oh, speaking of which, hey, uh, semi-local news for those of us uh, who have our heart and souls in the uh, in the Hawking Hills. Big event yesterday down there, man. Like um, close to Athens, there was an F four tornado that tore Whoa. through there. Killed three people, destroyed some frat houses, oh, shit. and uh, and a warehouse went down as well. 
Um, there's really great photographs of the funnel cloud. Um, tremendous, like something you don't expect in that part of the state, usually something that's further south and to the west and to the north where it's a little bit more flat as opposed to the foothills of Appalachia. Um, it, but it happened down there. Uh, crazy stuff, man. Well, I have yeah. a really good resource weather guy that, that, that tells me about the weather. Um, and he says that torno tornado alley is shifting. So really? I've heard yeah. that too. Mm -hmm. like East. more eastward. Yep. Neat. Yes. I, I mean, there's more fun to come on the horizon, but to get back to the, the self-segregation, that's the only hope that this can produce. And hopefully states like South Carolina and maybe um, the homeland, the motherland. I know that Missouri a couple of years ago, of course, people ignored the supremacy clause, whereas the federal constitution has authority over states. But if enough states look at marijuana, it's still federally illegal. And the majority of the states be like, we're ignoring you. We, we don't care anymore. We're not interested anymore. We're going to do whatever we want. My only hope is that the ATF can thing. still raid at any time, though, and they can do whatever with impunity. It seems sure. like cases like that, like they can't be everywhere all at once. I get that. But it's still like they can just do it. Yeah. And my but my hope is that the fracturing of the union will start to happen to where there's we have less association with some of these goofballs who think you should only have three round magazines and they should be all 22s. Oh, I agree. Um, do we have anything else, Angel, before we wrap up today's uh, episode? Um, no, I don't think so. I mean, just, you know, more conspiracy stuff to come, of course. Um, this was, you know, a quick little conspiracy corner and it was just something. I mean, there's no conclusion, obviously, because you don't really know if the government did it or if aliens did it or if it happened naturally. Still happening. It's still happening. Like there's still reports. And unfortunately, it's costing a lot of money for these people because um, in Montana and other areas, they have like these like bulls that are, you know, worth like thousands of thousands of dollars. Sure. And yeah. They're being, you know, they're like rare bloodlines and shit yeah. too. Like, yep. They're yeah. being mutilated. People don't take that into consideration. And it's, it's strange that they don't because. It's not just, you know, and there's different breeds of cattle. Yes. You know, people uh, pay a shit ton of money for jizz from those bulls, though. Like, yes, it's insane. Yes, they do. It's like almost the same thing with husbandry with horses. Yeah, like, it's very it's it's a very serious business. And, you know, I, I just hate to see people lose their livelihood, especially when it concerns food for people, you yeah. know, next thing you know, they're going to start burning down cattle ranches. And then that's when, you know, the bugs are on their way um nothing else angel uh no i mean that's it well i uh along with uh the listeners thank you for doing the research on this um i had heard about it but when you brought it up it was uh it called to mind several memories and also the fact that the, the, some of the franklin cover-up stuff come it once again like brian says strange how it pops up but here it is yeah um the connections um again coincidence you you decide i'm sure i'll have at least one contrarian or two possibly who are immediately going to message me when they hear the episode so we'll actually well like let me just tell them you know you don't know shit nobody knows shit you just think you know stuff and you can kind of put things together but nobody's 100 percent right 
And secondly, the government's up to no good. They've always been up to no good. They continue to be up to no good. They're accused of doing several things. And cattle mutilation is just one on Mm -hmm. the long list of shit that they're accused of doing. And if they weren't doing it, then how come they're being accused so much? That's a great point. Because they're terrible people. That's why. I agree. 100%. We will bring more. We will bring you more of the same. Conspiracy Corner. I thoroughly enjoyed this. I I like talking about these regards. We are going to do one on the Vegas shooter. Mm -hmm. That's coming. And like I said, we first kicked this off. No, we're not doing the Kennedy assassination because that's not a conspiracy. It's a fact. Alan Alan Dulles. That's right. Linda Johnson and the government uh, had a coup against John Kennedy and murdered him in Dallas. The CIA killed him. I'm so tired of hearing this. Oh, the Secret Service was hung over. It was an accident. They misfired their fucking... It's like, I, like, I, fuck off. Like, if you... Like, I got a fucking bridge to sell you or a fucking beachfront property in fucking Oklahoma to yep. fucking sell you. Like, I don't care. Yeah, it's retarded. What are you going to say, Angel? Just that, you know, I mean, you can search for Alan Dulles on the CIA website and you can find... That that motherfucker is up to no good. He's always been up to no good. All of them are up to no good. They seriously just, they just do whatever. Mm -hmm. It's And they're all connected to Wall Street. They're all connected to big business. Like, it's always been, it's like, there's uh, borders are pointless. Like, it's all a bunch of made up fucking bullshit. It's all just a big fucking... It's all corporation, like (laughs) everything. No, like I know everybody's been saying this and it's a fucking meme. Everything Alex Jones has ever said to you is true. These people literally meet at the Bohemian Grove to decide what's going to happen in the world. Well, that and you got the World Economic Forum shit. Bilderberg. I see. I don't know much about Bilderberg. What like enlighten me a little bit about, about that. Oh, well, uh, that's where Alex Jones went up. There was in, uh, ottawa one year he was detained at the border they didn't want him to go like the canadian authorities didn't like in canuckistania didn't want him to go no they're like what this is going to be fucking paperwork like i'm gonna have to do later like probably and no offense to our listeners in canada you know i i love you guys and i I think canada is a great neighbor if i had to have any neighbor i love you guys in mexico you guys are fantastic um but um yeah they he went up there he got detained at the border and he shows up and he had his bullhorn and that's where he first said those words the answer to 1984 is 1776 and people go wild and he was like we're gonna bring down your new world order he has it's a great dvd it's how christopher i got christopher on board it's called endgame blueprint for global enslavement and he talks about how the Bilderberg group comes together. And essentially it's the same thing with the Bohemian Grove and the World Economic Forum. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. It's the same group of- A bunch sp- of fucking skull and bones motherfuckers like all doing weird yeah. shit. Like, yeah. Cool. Learjet world government types. Um, and everybody knows there's no government like no government. So, uh, but yeah, we could talk about Bilderberg. I mean, it's been done so much by people that have much better resources than we do um but uh yeah that's it's hard not to delve into a lot of the same territory with this stuff though like that's fair that's fair there's always something new yeah you have to go really deep and like really take the time to do it and like it would probably be like a couple of episodes okay like ooh, a series yeah Yeah, some of these other topics as you get into it would have to be a series because i mean this cattle 
you know, mutilation one, which is why I picked it, was something that you could just kind of surface and summary because right. there is no real conclusion. But some of these yeah. other ones, it really takes time to go through. Yeah. Okay. And then when it comes to Bilderberg, you start hearing words like Rothschilds. And, oh, I've been hearing that name for fucking ever. And then how <laughs> um, he specifically talks about when uh, the Rothschilds, uh, one of the agents went to the London Stock Exchange and said Napoleon had won at Waterloo and crashed the market and then ended up buying everything for nothing. I, I don't, I mean, we, we can dive into it, um, but uh, I think what bothers people about these particular topics and conspiracy theories is they're bothered by the fact that they can't, that they don't have a definitive answer, so they have to substitute one. Mm -hmm. And they can't come to grips with the fact that there are powers far beyond their stupid ability to go to the voting booth and vote it away or have some kind of, like, it's the it's the Bane meme. Like, well, it might as well be God at this point. Like, it's you're so far removed from any semblance of control over your actual life. Like, right. And it all comes down to, like, fucking... The Devil Wears Prada, where it's like, did you really choose what clothes you wanted to wear today? Like, a bunch of fucking people on a board somewhere didn't choose the clothes that you had to choose for buying, right. unless you made them all your fucking self. And it's like, again, at the end of the day, how much does it fucking matter? But it's like, I just feel like we could be doing better shit. Well, you mm -hmm. know, again, and I don't mean to delay it any further, but, you, you know, people make fun of other individuals who are, like, into baseball statistics or love golfing or love to play darts or bowling or they love football and stuff. And the reason why is because I think a lot of these people realize that they, they can't exert any control. They have no control. It's well beyond their capacity to do anything or explain it. So why bother? You know, we're here for a short amount of time. They seem a lot happier. <laughs> we'll that, give them that. Don't like, they? I mean, Jesus Christ. Because like, again, I, I cite the Bane meme. Like we, the people are in charge. Do you feel in charge? no yeah do you not. feel do you feel safer when you see a cop driving behind you like nope there it is there it is dude i had a guy on uh there's a neighbor's page that i'm part of in the community i live in and this um the the fascists have decided to crack down hard on fireworks seeing as how independence day i, know I saw that i saw that on facebook it's hilarious right independence from what like what are we declaring our independence from George the third. George the third was um, uh, moderate compared to the garbage that we're putting up with now. And I and you know, I hate saying that. Um, but Hans Hermann Hans Herman Hoppe was right. Uh, monarchy is preferable to the current shitstorm that we have. But anyway, I digress. What I, I saw a guy come out and say, defend the police for enforcing fireworks laws leading up to Independence Day, where Ben Franklin said you should you should be shooting guns and fireworks and have loud celebrations and a good time, right? It's a great it's happy birthday, America. Let's have a party. Just not the Jews, the Catholics, or the blacks or the women. Okay. White Anglo-Saxon Protestant only, wink wink. I love that bit that Tosh does, Daniel Tosh, when he's like, <laughs> You I, know I, what we mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All men are created equal. You know what we mean. And that, that, that's <laughs> priceless. But yeah. And one guy's like, you guys, I don't know why you're giving the cops a hard time. They don't they don't make the laws. They just enforce them. And I literally felt blood starting to come out of my nose. It's like, yeah, does that not sound weird? Like, they don't even have to know the fucking laws, dude. They can do whatever they want. Unbelievable. So, um, again, there is no hope. Um, That's the only hope, actually, is that there the is not. Uh, the Obi paradox. The Obi-Wan series is a lot of fun. It's showing his shortcomings. And I hate the man 
and I'm enjoying watching him suffer. Um, and I like seeing Darth Vader and because uh, Darth Vader's awesome. And um, I don't have anything else. Uh, Angel, again, for the fifth time, thanks for doing the research on this. Sure. We, we will return with more Conspiracy Corner. Please check out the B-side if you're not a member of the Patreon yet. Please do so. Brian, do you have anything else to add before we wrap it up on this episode? Uh, no, I do not. I feel well informed though there was a lot of a lot of learning and that's what we're here for we bring you more of the same do we not um thank you everybody for listening i'd like to thank our sponsors i paint akron all accents are happy accents team mandalore who keeps cycling in fact very weird and ray fab a fine art and design from the great lakes agorasnexus.com but ladies and gentlemen at the end of the show you know what i want to talk to you about right oh yeah you know what's coming father's day's coming right now most of you who you know have you know had fathers that did not run to get cigarettes and milk and never return those of you who still have dad somewhat in your life maybe it's a stepdad maybe it's a father figure what have you these these individuals are men or you know we assign men at birth perhaps we don't know whatever the case may be in the modern context of uh this wild and wacky place that we're uh, that we're inhabiting men tend to stink a lot and they stink a lot more when the weather gets warm and uh, when barbecuing and lawn mowing, you know, with the white uh, New Balance shoes and the cargo shorts, it's an important time of the year to consider Todd's Gay Soap from Akron Apothecary. Because while men are out there cutting the grass and mowing and stuff, they're going to smell terrible. Perhaps they didn't wipe properly and they got the sweat going in there. Fat folds, all sorts of disgusting, terrible things. You got the ball vinegar because maybe there wasn't a shower the night before. You got the buildup, a lot of terrible things. Well, my friend Todd from Todd's Gay Soap can really take care of that stink for you. All natural, homemade, cold-pressed gay soap from gay hands to your gentle asshole. Maybe your asshole's a bit of a war crime. Todd's Gay Soap will make it fragrant, fresh, and sanitized for you to tackle the next project that you have, to man the barbecue on Father's Day, to go to the Chinese restaurant, the shooting range, or you know for the you know to be clean for that special someone to toss that salad you never know i'm not here to judge how you want to handle your business but i recommend using todd's gay soap because todd's gay soap is soap for that ass i don't have the machine that christopher has uh we miss him terribly and we're terribly sorry about bruce and may he rest uh in peace and um you know our hearts go out to christopher it's, it's just terrible bruce was a good boy Yep. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much. Any suggestions, use guys in that at gmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe all across platforms. Thank you for the four and a half of you that have stuck around and our five patrons. We love you very much. Glory to the party. Glory to the motherland. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye.